Hi, this is Jalen for Dobbs, where tire buying is easy. At GoToDobbs.com, shop brands, sizes, pricing, and our amazing deals. With 40-plus locations, get same-day install. For tires, it's Dobbs. For deals you can use, click on GoToDobbs.com now. It's time for the Rutherford Report on 101 ESPN. Anything you folks want to know about the fascinating world of pro hockey, here we go. That's right, time for our weekly chat with Jeremy Rutherford, our Blues Insider with The Athletic, with Jamie Rivers. I'm Anthony Stalter. JR, how you doing? Good, good. Good little gauntlet there. A couple big swings. Good job, Riv. Nice job, Jamie. Thanks, Jeremy Rutherford. Appreciate it. <laughs> There's got to be more there. There's nothing from either of you. What? I just treat it like a press conference. I'm not congratulating you anymore there, buddy. Dead. Dead radio. What I said, thank you. Yeah. What, what was I? What was I not supposed? No, you're not best. supposed to say thank you. You, you're the best of all time. No, I'm not. I just don't know what the hell just happened. Hey, uh, <laughs> Jr. How does how do the Blues fix this power play in the in the off season? Yeah, that's a good question. You know, Steve Ott's done a great job with this uh, unit in the past. Uh, obviously, they've uh, lost some personnel. A guy like Ryan O'Reilly have been good for it in the past, but there's still enough talent to get the job done. I think it comes down to, you know, David Perron, another guy that they lost. That was the big thing that a lot of the talk this season was that one-time shot. They just don't have it. You know, I don't know if it's Jordan Cairo, and he needs to develop that. They need to bring somebody in, what it is. But beyond that one-timer, and, and forget about who they're missing, with the guys they have, it's just got to be quicker. I mean, you have Tory Krug there at the point. This guy has run one of the best power plays in the history of the NHL, Boston. And he said a couple nights ago at his locker, he said it's just too slow. And uh, and I think he's right. It's too predictable, too slow, too outside, too everything. And not enough going to the net. Yeah, I would agree. Uh, just watching it, it's very easy to defend. And, you know, look, not that I spent a lot of my time in my career on the power play, but I did spend a good portion of it killing penalties. And when the power play slows down and are very methodical, the way the Blues are right now, it lets the penalty kill readjust the coverage, also doesn't wear you out physically. And I think that's where the Blues, in my opinion, JR, they've got to move the puck quicker, you know, one or two passes, and then get the puck to the net, force the other team to defend. Right now they're not having to do any of that. Yeah, even the five-on-three the other night, I think it was about a minute 38, and there, it was perimeter the entire time, and you're just waiting for them to shoot it. Obviously the fans get involved, so on and so forth. Uh, but but nobody looks to be hungry to take that shot. I think that's what the what is the most uh, frustrating part if you're watching this power play is, uh, you know, they can move the puck around and it can be too slow. But even when it gets on the stick of a guy who's in a, in a position to shoot the puck, it doesn't look like he's willing to or want to. So I think uh, first and foremost, whatever scheme, whatever personnel you have going into next season, Anthony, to answer your question, uh, it's got to be more shot hungry, I believe. Uh, JR, uh, transitioning to one individual young player that has had plenty of opportunities here, do you think that Jake Neighbors is kind of establishing his brand of hockey and carving out a more significant role heading into next year? Yeah, definitely, Anthony. I think that uh, that's a guy that when he went down with that injury, I was like, oh, that's a guy that you want to be able to see more from, especially the Blues out of the playoffs. He's going to get some top six minutes. He's going to get an opportunity. Well, you know, the injury kept him out. 
uh, for a few weeks, but he comes back, and now he looks really good. And I know that he's a physical player, and I know that he realizes that to play with a Kyra and a Thomas, he's going to have to create space and, and do what he's been doing here the past couple weeks. But some of these hits, they're pretty massive. He put a guy on the bench a couple nights ago. And so, you know, I think it's a situation where he realizes it. And that's what I really like about Jake Neighbors the most, Riv, is uh, he's smart. He, he knows how to play the game at such a young age. And like uh, I think it was Justin Falk said last night, he's creating his niche. He, he's creating what he needs to do to play in this league, and Craig Bruby loves it. J.R. Sammy Blay, um, man, since coming back to the Blues from the Rangers, I mean, he has found a whole other level offensively. And at the same time, you know, he hasn't really sacrificed that pest, that in-your-face finishing his hits. He's still causing chaos out there. Guys are coming after him. They're trying to challenge him, doing all sorts of craziness. But he gets on the score sheet like every friggin' night here for the Blues. I mean, he even does. this has to be surprising, right? It really does. You know, you, you see that trade and you say, okay, the Blues got a first for Vladimir Tarasenko. Oh, Sammy Blaze coming back. Oh, okay. Well, you know, he was pretty good when he left. He was part of that cup team. Uh, but it's a situation with him where he had the ACL. He gets slew-footed by P.K. Subban. He misses the year. He didn't walk for, what, four months, I think he said. He comes back. He scores no goals with the New York Rangers. Chris Jury deems that, okay, this guy, you know, he just doesn't have it, whether it's the knee or whatever, we're going to move him. And Doug Armstrong says, I'll take him back. And so the Blues get him. And I thought that he'd be okay, maybe a little bit uh, the Sammy Blay we saw in the past. But you're right, the skill, the physicality, everything's there. Listen, we had to come up with a Masterton com- uh, candidate a couple days ago for our Pro Writers Hockey Association. And I think that uh, we put uh, Sammy Blay as the Blues candidate. Because of that perseverance, you go back even further. Six-round draft pick, gets in the league, finds a spot on a Stanley Cup team. Now he's coming back from the ACL. And $1 million, what a bargain for the Blues and Doug Armstrong next season. JR, a lot this year been made of, well, the Blues struggles defensively. And you, I feel like you literally have people on one side of an argument or the other. And that argument is Jordan Bennington. And when you look at the numbers, the numbers aren't fantastic. Uh, but the people in the hockey world who know what they're talking about see that Jordan Bennington on several occasions has been the one bright, shiny spot on a team that maybe hasn't had a great season. Last night, to me, was like a microcosm of the season for Jordan Bennington to where the Blues play two really good periods, a third period, let their foot off the gas, and then Jordan Bennington comes up with save after save after save to keep the Blues yeah, right, not right, just... Sorry? Oh, sorry. Yeah, no, I got cut off. Sorry about that. No, that's okay. Just for Jordan Bennington to uh, not just keep the Blues in the game, but to seal the deal for them. Yeah, and you know, it's funny. Last night we were at his locker, Riv, and uh, I asked him, uh, by chance, do you still have that puck in your armpit, that save on the shorthanded <laughs> goal? Because uh, who knows where that thing went. But, you know, a couple shots on that shorthanded chance for uh, Philadelphia, and he comes up with a couple big saves. And you're absolutely right. It's like people are on one side or the other, and, you know, if you say that he played well or helped win him a game, you know, then you're pro Bennington and, and you think that he should be the starting goalie for the next three or four years. And, you know, that's just not the case. Uh, you know, if you look at his stats, and Craig Ruby's pointed this out, he's been pretty up and down for the last month or so. I think for the better part of the first half of the season, maybe even three quarters, he was terrific. He did win the Blues or at least keep them in a lot of games. You know, I think that you look at the numbers and you can't argue with them. You can't. They are what they are. But I think he's played a lot better than the numbers. And I think that if you have a better defensive unit in front of him, including the forward, 
I think you got better numbers for Jordan Bennington. So whatever the side of the fence you're on uh, with him, there's been a lot of nights like last night, I think, where he kept him in the game, kept him afloat when they took the foot off the gas, and, and definitely uh, kept that win last night. JR, great stuff as always, man. Appreciate you. And uh, we'll talk to you next week. Yep, yep. Talk to you later. Thanks a lot.